new football season, 2020 regular season. We hope it finishes, but we at least know it will start. So we are here to talk about um, the NFL Week 1 lines. And um, honestly, guys, I don't want to um, take too much away from our listeners. I want to get straight into it. Uh, there's the Texans at Kansas City Chiefs um, this upcoming Thursday. And the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. The over-under is, huh, let me see. Uh, over-under is 53 and a half. So, whew, looks like we're right into it. Uh, the two bowl champs, Chiefs uh, against the Texans. Mahomes, fresh off the con, not Mahomes, but um, well, both of them are. Mahomes and Watson, fresh off contract extensions. Obviously, we know Houston is uh, trade away De- DeAndre Hopkins is off season, but they um, got uh, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb, David Johnson will be uh, provide some um, catches out of the backfield. So, what do you guys think about this game? The spread, this total, we're back. So, uh, what, what do you feel, like, Keys? Um, I feel like it's pretty high for the first game of the season, but I mean, like defending champs, you can't like you can't argue it too much. I would. Mean, if I'm betting this, I'm definitely betting a plus ten. Uh, I would love to bet it to you know plus ten and a half, something yep. like that. Put it a little, a little, just a little bit, something like that. But because right. the tens are a little scary, um, I'm actually seeing that it goes is going as down as nine, nine and a half in some places. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the market is agreeing with me a tad bit that like ten might be a little high. But um, I feel like if you could get it for ten, even ten and a half by an extra point, then I like Houston here because like the Chiefs are defending champs. I feel like they definitely. Uh, one of the favorites to get back there this year, but just given 10, first game of the season, uh, like there's been no preseason. Uh, it's, that's just a lot of points to give up to any team in any situation, especially when, you know, the two formidable opponents. Okay. Keith, uh, was sort of lean. I guess you lean with the Texans I mean, there. Yeah, I think I'm back. leaning Texans. I'm leaning mm. Texans. Just the, the spread's a little too high for me. Right. Um, 54 points plus 10, like. I mean, but it's definitely not a part that the Chiefs will put it on you. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I don't know. So, Keith leans with the uh, the Texans in that case, which plus 10, try to get it to 10 and a half so you could actually win no push. But, uh, Salman, how you feeling about that? Chiefs minus nine and a half. Um, I, I would probably definitely lean Texans as well. Uh, I might fuck around with this. Be like, yo, Houston might win this jump. Deshaun fresh off the... Fresh off the contract. Again, they're both fresh. the first the year early with the Superman <laughs> special. <laughs> he came out firing. came out firing. Firing, dog. Coming out, get your ring and shit, first game or whatever. But um, obviously they play. They played each other well. Watson might want some revenge. Like, he was up at one point. They were balling on them, and then shit just went left. But, um, you know, lack of Hopkins, you know. Kind of changes things as well. I honestly do. I would go with the over though. It's fifty. It's fifty. What four? Fifty three and a half. Fifty three and a half. Yep. I would definitely take the over. I mean, they just got each score like three touchdowns, or maybe four. I don't know. I can see it happening. Uh, yeah, I would lean. I would lean. For right now, I definitely lean Texans. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would lean with the Chiefs in this case. I mean, obviously, I, would, I me personally, if you've heard this podcast in season one like I'm not, I don't want to like you know give as many points but um the Texans have a lot to just adjust to like overall offense um obviously DeAndre Hopkins is gone they gotta 
you know, uh, get, you know, Cooks involved and Cobb involved and Fuller is the, the number one. So you got a lot of stuff to fill out as well as the defense. So I just feel like they have a lot more to, to work. Um, obviously, there's no preseason. So uh, I think Kansas City is more so just, you know, I mean, they picked up uh, Edward Tiller in the first round. They're sort of more just, you know, keeping their, their stride that they have for the last three years going and just replacing their running backs, which we've seen them do. We've seen them replace a couple of running backs, and they've been fine. So I um, I, w- I would lean with the Chiefs in this case, but I wouldn't actually bet this one at uh, so many points. And uh, just overall, these big games, this Thursday night game, you know, I don't I don't like to bet big, really big games because everybody and their mother wants to bet it. So, um, you know, I, I just try to, like, stay away from it. But I would lean with the uh, Chiefs and Ears, Super Bowl champs. Um, I just think the Texans have a lot to adjust to. So, we got uh, all leans there, a couple leans on the Texans, one lean on the Chiefs. So it looks like we're all leaning there. Um, what else is week one? All right, we got Dolphins at Patriots. Patriots favored by six, over under is 43. Um, Salman, how are you feeling about this one? Mm. A lot of uh, new Patriots. We got Cam Newton as the quarterback. Um, it looks like Sony Michelle and... James White is still going to be in the backfield. Um, they got Damian Harris as well, but it looks like he's hurt a couple weeks. So, same, still same receivers. Sanu is gone. Sanu is gone, though. I did see that. So, um, he's, so this begs the question that I asked when we first talked about Cam signing there. Who the hell is he throwing the ball to? Nonetheless, you're playing the Dolphins. Um, but the Dolphins were playing pretty good football towards the end of the season last year. Divisional game, but you're in uh, – they're in uh, New England, so I'm thinking. I would actually, I would, I'd like, I'd like, a, I'd like the Pats with the six. Six, six and a half. Six, yeah, like, six like, point spread. I think they would just, Bill Belichick, even though Randomly Dolphins and Pats are always like a close game, I'd still probably, I mean, just familiarity with the two teams, I would like, I would like that. All right, Keith, how you feeling about that one? I think I love the Pats here. I feel like, yeah. I feel like, Finally, maybe some of that little that little vig that the that Vegas like to put a little bit on the Pats because they know everyone's going to bet them anyway. Right, it's gone away. Right? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think some of that's gone away, and it's like this might be a little bit of an overreaction. I don't know. To me, it could be the Pan Africanism in me. I think the Pats got better this year, baby. Right on, right on, right on. I mean, really look at what's going on, man. You say who's. Who's uh, Cam Newton going to throw to this year? Who is he been throwing to his whole career? Career, exactly. This receiving core looks very similar to what he's been working with. No, seriously. You got James White. I feel like the Patriots, it's the, especially with Bill Belichick being able to scheme around, I feel like they could use him in similar ways that they were using McCaffrey. Yep. I feel like Nikhil Harry, uh, a young guy who's pretty big, same type of body style, like we said. Like Kelvin Benjamin, body. right, when he had that 1,000 like yard. Right. I feel like this is a good, definitely a great situation. Yep, for, got for a speed receiving Damian Bird, who he's played with in the past. Yeah. and um, Take the top off. And this is no slight to Miami, because I think they will be a little better this year. But right. I, just, I think the Pats, like their defense is still, I think like it's, it's probably not like number one defense anymore, but they definitely still got a top five, top three defense. Yep. Um, and I don't know. I think I think minus six here is. Uh, I, th- I think I love that one. Yeah, and I I think I agree with Keith on. Well, I know I agree with Keith on this one. Um, sort of just picking back what he was saying. Just the Dolphins overall. I mean, they have uh, towards the end of the season they got a little better. Um, but uh, overall, I mean, they're still like kind of in a transition phase where they're trying to you know figure it all out, get better. Um, but well, really, what I think the biggest thing is just the Patriots, like. 
this like they lost a couple guys on defense like Kyle Van Noy. Um, it was another guy as well. They lost. Uh, well, Hightower is not going to play this year. But overall, if you look at Bill, Bill Belichick, just since now, from now to the back in the Giants and the Jets days in the late '80s, he's a defensive guru. Like you can make guys that you've never heard of into special players. So I mean, the only MVP on defense that we've ever heard of was in a Bill Belichick defense. Like that's that's a fact. So Lawrence Taylor, shout out to him. But, um, you know, I, I just think that they're going to adjust well. And this is also a revenge game. Bill Belichick has on this last, you know, regular season game he has on his mind was Miami Fitzpatrick beating him, right? So yeah, I just feel like there's a, a sense of motivation that most of the players, except Brady, are there. That was there last year. They felt that loss. That didn't give them that buy. I, I just think it's a motivational tip. And I think Cam Newton is, um, you know what I mean, a more valuable option at this point than, than Tom Brady was in that offense. So... Uh, obviously, yet to be seen, but I, I love this pick as well. Um, Patriots minus six, so maybe one of my best bets. Um, it will certainly make the teaser if, if not. So we will. Um, well, I guess we'll get back to that in a little bit. But yeah, I love the Patriots here. Um, next game: Browns, Cleveland Browns at Ravens. Ravens favored by eight points. Over under is forty nine. Salman, how you feeling? You shaking your head a little bit. I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm using my Brownies. red. I'm using my red card. I'm staying away from this. I'm staying away from this. That mm, that's a funny. That's a the NFL knew what they was doing with this little matchup week one. We're gonna throw it out there. It's gonna be it's gonna be a storyline day. It's like, are we getting rid of? Is it is it over? Is it over for for Mayfield? Do, yep. they get, do they get crushed? Or oh my god, did they turn it on this year? Because the Browns have a pretty pretty. Lack schedule in terms of like this is just from like looking at the fantasy shit, but in terms of like, is this a bounce back year for the May uh, for the Mayfield Odell Beckham Jr. connection? Like, can it can it work actually? Um, they have a favorable schedule. Like uh, week one, anything can happen. Everybody obviously believes in themselves. Week one, like he probably still believes in himself. Everybody, yeah. At the end of last year, Baker, you know what I'm saying. So you know, with a clean slate, um, you know he has like. He's gonna play with some sense of urgency, you know what I mean? Like I wanna, I wanna bounce back this year, I believe. Um, but I don't think they're anywhere near as good as the Ravens. But minus nine, uh, I mean, it's just easy for me to stay away. Division game, that's too many points. Week one. <laughs> Sam, how you feeling? That's a good convincing argument for staying away from this game. Um, the eight is just weird to me. I I would definitely I would like the Ravens here. Oh, I mean, would you buy a point to just make it seven? How I would you feel? Definitely then? try to make it seven. Also, maybe six and a half. I can see it being like a close game. Like they beat them last year. The Browns beat them last year. They weren't supposed to beat them last year, but they definitely beat them. Last year. Did they beat them last year? I thought, I thought they split. They split. Just look at it. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. No, it was a big, that first yeah, game, that first game they played. The first time they played, it was just like, y'all not supposed to beat these guys. Right. But y'all beat them. So it's just like, you know, who the fuck knows? What could happen? Uh, I think Baker's going to nail there. I think the connection with Odell will be there. I, I, it's a weird game. Done? I was about to say, let's get it started in here, type shit. I mean, drafted him, I feel like. Yeah, from from my perspective, perspective, um, I I don't like biting all these points, but I I would definitely take the Ravens in the spot. Just being at home, um, obviously, there's no crowd this year, but I would definitely try to buy that point just to make it minus seven, but. 
this um the Browns. I mean, there's just so much every year. I feel like that's going on with the Browns. New ownership, new GM, new coach, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new new players, new etc. And it's just, I feel like it's the same thing this year. And um, well, I do feel they'll be improved this year with uh, Stefanski. I think he'll prioritize running the ball, um, play action, passes, etc. But I think week one, you're, you're coming. This is one of the best teams in the NFL. Like. They they put they ready for all that smoke. The Ravens put up points against anybody. So I think um this year they're more like confident in who they are. Healthy Marquise Brown, um, Lamar Jackson, like I said, confident, knowing like, you know, the offense. And then from a coach's perspective, like week one last year, like I remember just hearing about this game against when they played the Dolphins, like this is the game you should take. But like that was from a perspective of we think this will work. Now it's from perspective like we know this works and now we can improve on the things uh, and, and make it even greater. So I just think Cleveland would be in a tough matchup here. So I'll take the minus seven. I wouldn't. The eight is a little, you know, I don't like that number like you said. So I would buy the point and make it minus seven. But um, I think the Ravens are still going to rock and roll this season. So I will uh, lean with the Ravens in that spot. What a week one game, right? Um, Next game. <laughs> Really interesting is over under Jets at Bills over under uh well Bills is favored by six and a half over under thirty nine and a half. Uh, I'm gonna start with you, Sal man. I know you you the Bills your guy or uh, Josh Allen's your guy rather. I love the under here. Like why why wouldn't I why would I go over the thirty nine? That's 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 none of these. I mean they can't score. Diggs is there. Darnold's offense. I don't know. Don't um, sleep. Mm. I got still what do for three hundred like only one time like that's not happening. Don't um, sleep. They still gonna run the ball, but I mean the Bills way is you know let's let's drain the clock let's run the ball. And you know it's another divisional game. Just just offenses are good. I think it took Le'Veon off. Felt that. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe. I did it. take Le'Veon off. Their offense, line. their deep threat is gone. <laughs> um, and Roby. So it's just like yeah. But I do like, I definitely like, I would, I would love the Bills with the six and a half. I would definitely take that. All right. Um, Keith, how you feeling about this game? Uh, I'm actually leaning Jets with the with the plus six and a half. Um, for a lot of reasons why, you know, Matt just said he like, well, Sam Matt just said he like Buffalo. Um, but more so because, like, the score is going to seemingly be so low. To cover that six and a half, you would think, I mean, they got – in your head, you think that the Chiefs and the the Chiefs and the Texans are about to score probably almost double the amount of points that they're about to score, yeah. and they only you know it's only a difference of three points in the spread. I feel like that six and a half is a, a lot to cover if you're still gonna be under or around forty points. That means you they're winning like twenty twenty six to fourteen or something like that. Yep. it's a pretty convincing win. Um, I do think the Bills are better than the Jets, but uh, just you know game flow. Six and a half. I wouldn't bet on it. Definitely, I would. I would lean Jets. Close game, field goal. It looks just like any other Jets Bills game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I agree with you on this one, Keith. I would lean with the Jets in this one. Um, overall, this is Adam Gase's uh, is his second year as coach, head coach of the team. So his second year, Le'Veon, second year, um, uh, Sam Donald's third, but second year in the offense. So I just think they have a better understanding of what they want to do. Um, obviously, like the the Bills have a pretty good defense, but um, you know they're. I just feel like it's a division game. It's going to be close. I'm actually looking for a stat here now, but just overall, division games in that first week are pretty close than people 
actually imagine. Like, you know what I mean? So I um I, I think I would like roll with the, the Jets on this one. If I had to choose, I would, you know, lean with the Jets, uh, plus the six and a half. Actually, now I'm talking about it. I would bet up to seven, plus seven, give me the bills. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that bet. But um I, I um I just feel like with no preseason um, another running back in the fold, a, a star wide receiver coming into the, you know, with Stephon Diggs. They have some things to adjust to, and I just feel like the Jets are pretty much, you know, the same team who they were last year uh, besides uh, Bashar Perriman, um, who they added on, you know, receiver tips. So I just feel like they'll be all right, and they could, you know, keep a close game, six-point game, three-point game maybe, but I definitely, I will certainly lean with the under as well, although it's a P total, um, and that's an alarm in itself, but... Uh, yeah, so I'll I, I lean with the Jets in that one uh, as well, Keys. Next game. Let's see. Ooh, the Raiders. The Raiders. Mm-hmm. Minus three at Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, over under is 48. Actually, the Panthers, look ahead. Panthers were favored minus one on this one. I was so. saying, I was saying, like, it's crazy because this thing opened as, like, a, you know, minus one to pick them. Yep. But, you know, they uh-huh. had to think about it. <laughs> and it was like, you know what? We tripping. We tripping. I'm going to go ahead and like them Raiders. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and like them Raiders. Not all season, but probably just this one game. Probably just this one game. And it's going to be a glorious game. It's going to be a glorious game. Wow, we're going to get so excited. We're going to beat the Panthers. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be a win for the media. Black QB, first start, new team, takes an L. Mm. Derek Carr, continue to get paid. Oh my God, it's gonna be glorious! But yeah, I think they do cover that three points. They're in Carolina. Yeah, come on, you could. They could. No that's too much. That's too much for week one. That's too <laughs> much. Sizzle. We gonna have to take over week two or whenever we start. Like that's gonna be the story. Like, not the in NFL's back. Like no, we in Vegas. So, uh, Sam, how do you feel about it? Um? <laughs> I, don't got nothing, I don't got nothing for neither one of these. This would probably be one of my stay away that I didn't look at the whole thing, so I don't know. I think that total is pretty high. You think like for for the two teams, forty eight. Yeah. Can you name? Can you name? Yeah, I mean I could, but can you? I was gonna say, can you name two receivers on like on the on each team? Well, we can because could, yeah, we have two people two here fans, who's our favorite. Right. Yeah, we're two. Uh, no, he's not even. I mean, he doesn't count though. He doesn't get, look. See, <laughs> receiver, right? he named a tight end. Like, Tyrell Woods. He's hurt. He's hurt. Someone who's actually gonna play. I can name Wilson Hunter. We got we got Brian Edwards and Hunter. Those are the yeah Hunter. Come on, man. The slot. You know what it is. But yeah, no, I think the I think the Panthers. I don't know. I actually don't know what the Panthers are doing this year. I don't understand. That's more so why I'm I'm liking the, the Raiders here. Like, mm. are you guys tanking or? But I mean, I, that's why I feel to stay away from Sound Man because like Carolina is, is is sort of an enigma. Like they this college guy gets a ten year contract, bringing in a lot of his guys that were with him in college, and and then the the players that his you know his guy was in college when he was in the NFL. They're bringing in his players, like he was with the Saints, or he brought in Teddy Bridgewater, and it's a, it's a lot going on. 
Robbie Anderson, all of that, like Temple, like Temple made. So uh, that's fine. Um, I, I <laughs> is that the identity of just like Carolina pro sports teams? It's just like you can't tell us we don't got professionals out there. You know that guy. Exactly. Right? It's like so that's Keith, the only go. <laughs> you hit exactly where I was going. So I think I will actually lean the Panthers. I will probably buy a half a point just to make it three and a half, so no push. But the idea is, though, what I see from the Carolina, and obviously I'm a Carolina fan, so let me put that out there that there's any bias. But I try to just stay away from my team. But this one I feel like I have a pretty, maybe a good feel on. But Matt Rule overall, like, we gave this guy a 10-year contract just to figure it out. Like, bro, whatever you need, like, take your time. We don't expect you to win now. But he sort of has a win now, like, perspective in the fact that Teddy Bridgewater, he picked up Robbie Anderson, you know, sort of for the deep ball. Um, you know, just a lot of um, what is the offensive lineman we got from um, Seattle? Um, it wasn't Seattle. We got him from the Chargers, actually. Um, Okun, yeah. Russell Okun. So it's things like that. Like we just have a lot of professionals at at each position that just want to come to work and know what they want to do and know how to run their offense. So I just think from that standpoint, like we'll be okay on offense. Teddy Checkdown, I'm not a fan of, but I think he'll do well with DJ Moore. Who's a, you know what I mean? Like, pretty much you can just get the ball down to him on check down anytime, as well as Christian McCaffrey. So, I think we'll be fine in it from that standpoint. And then defensively, I think we have two studs on a defensive tackle position. Um, we drafted, uh, I think it's Dwayne Brown is his name from Auburn. I forget his name, but big boy. Yeah, big boy don't play that. And then we got KK Short as well. So, I think they'll cause some, some you know, some havoc with um, uh, Carr up the middle. So, I totally agree with that under, though, Kisa. The 48 and a half. I will go under on that as well. I think the uh, the Panthers can keep it close. So the three, I, I will take the three, um, considering that it might be a push. But yeah. the three and a half, I will, I, will, I will certainly take. Yeah. It's definitely a game I feel like I like the total way more than the spread. Like, it's like, honestly, you're going to step back and be like, who knows? Like, no one's going to remember who won this game. Yep. It's not going to mean anything in the grand scheme of this season. Yeah, rarely people remember the week ones unless it's like, the Red, you know, well, the Washington football team who was up, and then, you know, um, Philly threw two bombs at Deshaun at Jackson. But I'm sure you remember that, that child, man. <laughs> but uh, as we move on to the next game, um, <laughs> uh, looks like we got Seattle at Atlanta. Seattle favored by one and a half. Total is 49 and a half. Um, Keith, how you feel about this one? Um, See, I feel like Seattle are your guys. I, my guys, I mean, I li- I definitely like Seattle, mm-hmm. and I I feel like one point I'm definitely I feel like I like them here. Uh, one and a half, one and a half. Come on, man, ain't nothing to a balls. One point, one and a half. I take it. I'll take <laughs> it. Give me. I, I mean, I feel like Atlanta to me they haven't gotten any better over like they they've had very known weaknesses and they have done. Not much to address that, to uh, in my opinion. They're very top-heavy at the wide receiver position um, outside of, you know, Calvin Ridley and Julio, who are two great players. But it's like they don't don't necessarily have any depth there. Yeah. Um, to my knowledge, they didn't pick up anybody in the backfield that's going to, like, change the game. To my knowledge, they didn't pick up anybody. In I mean, they have to. If you if you have, if you make a trade for a feature back, you shouldn't have to advertise that you're actually going to give them feature touches. Like that's just you know what I mean. That's a red flag to me in itself. I don't know. Um, I'm a little wary of the Falcons as a whole this this season, and I'm I mean I'm high on on Russell Wilson. I feel like we're watching one of the you know better quarterbacks of our generation in his prime right now, and um, 
Seattle Seahawks as an organization seems like they're committed to, you know what I mean, putting the best talent around them. Uh, you know, there's talks of them trying to get Antonio Brown. Um, I mean, I just, I don't know. I like the Seahawks much better than the Falcons last year. Nothing changed in the offseason going into this year. If you would have gave me this line, this exact line, last year at any point, I would have jumped on it. And I don't think anything changed that will make me not do that right now. Yep. Salman, how do you feel about this one? Yeah. Seattle, Atlanta. Love Seattle. Love Seattle. Everything I was about, about to say, they definitely more Salman's guys than my guys. Definitely my guys. My apologies, Salman. I, I love everything. Dude, Jamal Adams in the crib now, you know what I'm saying? Josh Gordon's here now again. Like, niggas <laughs> definitely talking. Make it right. Make it right. He's reinstated. He's week one. Yeah, he, he just got to serve his time. They say he just got to suspend. Nonetheless, one and a half, like. Time served, jump. <laughs> niggas, <laughs> niggas going to Atlanta on the road. Niggas just gonna have some, have some fun in Atlanta, bro. Like, like he said, Atlanta just it's kind of they're just stagnant. They don't do anything to improve themselves. They have their big thing. We got ten first round picks on offense this year. Whoopty fucking do. But Seattle's gonna come in here. Jamal's gonna be flying around. I, I love this. I have a best bet. This would probably be my best bet. Seattle one and a half for sure. Yeah, um, I would also agree with Seattle on this from this standpoint. Um, I think that oh, we have said the last couple of years that Seattle is better on the road than we think they are at home lately. You know, the I think the market still thinks of Seattle as home as this, you know, this crazy, you know, juggernaut. But we've seen from the at least against the spread standpoint that they're not that great at home against the spread. So and then there's no fans uh, in it as well. So. But Atlanta is used to fake crowd noise, so all those Atlanta fans out there. But, um, yeah, so they'll be used to it from that standpoint. But I think Russell Wilson, the guys, the gang will be on it. Um, they they have continuity. This is, I feel like, the same team at least, like, three years in a row, at least the offensive standpoint. Um, defensive uh, standpoint, so while I think Atlanta's defense isn't that great, um, well, I mean, Seattle's defense isn't that great right now, but they have um, – they did get Jamal Adams this offseason, so – We'll see if we can play that Cam Chancellor role. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a lot to be seen. But I would take Seattle here, minus a one and a half. Under a field goal, you got Russell Wilson. Even if it's close at the end, you're gonna know that they're going to let him ball out. So, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you, Sam. Man. This is um, one that I'm, I'm absolutely looking at as well. Next game, Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington football team. Um, Philadelphia favored by six and a half now. Total is 43. Sound man. How you feeling? Washington football team, baby. It's a new new era. I got I have plenty of takes for my team. Um yet again, if you know, we get two stay aways a week. Uh, I'll definitely stay away from this personally. Just as you, I don't do much with the team of mine. Um I got nothing for them. Division game, um, we suck in our division. Uh, we definitely suck against the Eagles, but you never know with this game. I'm st- I still have that, that that faith in my team that you never know. We could pull off something or maybe lose by like a field goal or some shit. So even before putting myself through mm-hmm. that, I'm just not even. I'm just gonna stay away. I got nothing for it. That wouldn't be too bad. Lose <laughs> by a field goal, right? That's alright. <laughs> So before you go, Keith, let me let me touch on this one. So I'm actually gonna go. I will buy the half a point just to make a seven because that's a key number. But I, w- I would take Washington plus the seven. Um, 
So over the last, uh, let's see, I guess this is five years now. Um, com- division underdogs in week one are 25 and one. Want to thank thank our uh, friend from Paris from that stat, but um, 25 and one against the spread. So um, those division obviously those are crowds involved, so it's a little different this year, but. Overall, like uh, division games that week one, there are some teams that just get a little bit um, brushed to the side, and you know they play tough. And I think I think Washington's gonna have a good defense this year. Like period. Like I think they're gonna compete as far as defensively. Ron Rivera is a defensive guy, always has been. Um, you guys have always had some great good defensive players. Just really couldn't get it all to mesh, you know, well together. Um, you know, Jay Gruden was an offensive coach, so you know add Chase Young to the mix, who's just a stud in himself. So the front seven, I think, is going to be good. And when you have a great front seven, you can, you know, get to the quarterback in your corners. Don't have to, you know, be exposed as much. So I'm going to take the plus seven here. And like I said, uh, underdogs in division in that first week are 25-1 and one against the spread. So um, that that's some good shit right there. So, Keith, how you feeling about this game? Um, I honestly have no real feelings, thoughts, opinions about this game. It's another, it's just like, I don't know. NFC East division games are just like blah to me now. No, it's totally it's just like so yeah, much right. hype for so like, much hype, it's right. like this should not be more any more enticing than the Jets Buffalo game, yeah. honestly. So and much I mean, hype for 24 total points. Mm-hmm. And it's not, <laughs> well, if you think it's going to be 24, you should definitely bet the other because they got it up to like 43 right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard for me to. <laughs> That's anti the 43 points out of these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Philly's also missing. Philly's so banged Alshon up right, right now yeah, that it's so yeah, hard yeah. to want to say you want to, like, you can trust that minus six. But then it's also, it's like, I'm not about to bet on a team without a name. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to use my second red card on this one. It's just like, I have to see something from, from I mean, you already know what the scans is going to give you this year, even if they show you something week one. But, yep. This will be the time where they might show you something, and I don't want to see it, so I'm just gonna stay away. All right, so Keith stays away. Um, Eileen Washington, um, <laughs> Salman, what did you go on this no, one? Staying away, oh, you stood away. Okay, so I'm the only one taking it. This actually might be one of my best bets, though. Uh, the plus seven. The plus so, seven. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll, I do we'll think see. the skins are gonna be better than they were last year, and. I mean, it's hard to even gauge how good Philly was. And then uh, what's the guy, Ruben Foster, right? He's playing this year, too. Sneaky. He's not playing? Ooh, that's... Uh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll still take the plus seven, but um, I don't know if it'll be a best bet at that point. Uh, DB, yeah. Okay. All right, so that's how that's how Washington football is going on. Also, the Philly just got a lot of receivers. Also, over under, I want to give... 99 and a half total yards for Antonio Gibson in this particular game. Over. You going over? over? What are you going, Keith? Total yards. Total yards. I'm not even going fake. Like, I, like, know too much about his game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I hear that his run balloons. You know, obviously, he's the guy that got rid of AP. Right. Um, I mean, I see. I saw some stuff of him. I see what kind of runner he is. Um, I'm going to say under just because I'm going to assume that he would get most of them on the ground, like, uh, he seems to be a capable ca- pass catcher, but 
I think they're gonna use him more as a runner. I would think, right? Or you, you it's the they opposite. About to CMC they about to, they about to give him the whole. They about to, they about to try CMC. Not the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna try. He's gone. Like he is the running back. Wow, what a pick from Pete. He's on my list. That's what's killing me. But I didn't know much. But I mean, I don't think. I still don't think that. I still don't think that's enough. I still don't think that's enough. Definitely to put them over the over the top, like. With all that being said, they still don't have the best running game in this game. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, right. <laughs> yeah it's like it's a lot to overcome than just be like if anything that was their one of their best positions last year is like the running back. It's yeah. like, like having a good running back is obviously not all the answers for the Washington football team. Yeah, I would probably go under as well, just because it's week one. You know what I mean? It's his first NFL game, really. So um, I would I would go under maybe like I, w- I would think about ninety or so though, but. Um, He's not starting for me week one, so it's all right. Just, just, just get up to speed, man. Get up to speed. But he, I think he is a he is a guy though. He is a guy in the backfield. Um, Chicago at Detroit. Detroit is favored by three. Um, Chicago uh, the over under is forty four. Um, <laughs> Sam, how you feel about this one, Chicago? Detroit. Sam say he want no pods to the week one. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I actually. We use, I mean, we usually give that caveat before the week one pods every year. Yeah. It's like, mm, it's just like we ain't doing too much. The Lions. <laughs> um, who know? Who knows with both of these teams? Both the Lions and the Bears. It's like, who knows? You know what? I will. I will. I'll, I'll probably actually like the Lions, and I'm gonna just go by saying that last two years the Lions always start the season really good. They have. They have started the season well. Randomly, yeah. yeah. That is random. And then it just goes to shit out. So week one. <laughs> Favorite by three, fuck it. But I, 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 I love, I love the Lions. Okay. Just talk myself. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I might disagree with you there, Sound Man. I don't know how. Why? What? What's the case for the Lions being favored in this game? Maybe uh, I was gonna say they're home. There's no fans. Uh, they barely have a running back right now. Like, I mean, they still got carry on. They got carry on DeAndre Swift and Adrian Peterson today. I thought they were banged up. I thought Swift was banged Swift up. Swift is tripping. allegedly banged That's up. That's what I'm saying. Swift is banged up. They were like, and he was supposed to be the guy. They're like, oh damn. Obviously, Carrion wasn't the guy because they yeah, got they Swift. got right Swift. <laughs> it's like, and then they picked up Adrian Peterson, and and that's the, and that's more of my point. It's just like, and I feel like we've seen this before with them trying to run it back. It's like they're not gonna, they're not yeah, gonna do it anyway. But is, it doesn't I just, work. I just think they air it out all the time. Like they just they abandon them. And this is a this is a great defense. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I might like the bear. Like if I had a if I had a moniker for like upsets, like if I could like steal the sound man special for literally like twenty seconds, this would be it. Because I don't know. I think <laughs> I think I like the upset here. Like um, what's this? His third year, Trubisky. Trubisky's third year. Yes. Third year. This is usually the one, right? Where it's just like, all right. Usually. They roll with him. They got yeah, I mean, they believe in him. They must see something. Well, I mean, no, no. Well, he has let weapons. Me stop I believe in his weapons. He definitely, he definitely has weapons, but I think they, they gave him the job. I always figured they were going to give him a job just because you can't come back from not giving him the job. You know what I mean? Like, As if, an org, like yeah, I'm a GM yeah, and I picked this guy. like, doesn't do well, <laughs> the, the crowd is going to be asking for Trubisky. It's like, no, Trubisky, you start the year, and if you don't do well, then well, we got to throw bowls in. So yeah. I always thought he would win the job. Yeah, but um, just in terms of this one game, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I like I like them over over Detroit. Detroit is just they can't get right to me. Mm-hmm. They can't get right, but they do start off really hot though. So 
C- considering <laughs> um, I already know where I want to have my two stayaways, and I haven't used any yet. So I'm, I'm actually going to pick this game. I, I like Detroit. Not, it's not a lean. It's a lie. I like Detroit in this spot. I think I don't think Trubisky's good. I think um, uh, like this first year specifically, uh, they were they were really good, right? But they, they had these sort of like these plays just to come out in and you know uh, sort of a dress rehearsal where you can sort of get Trubisky in a rhythm and you know it'll work well. A lot of like you know deceiving things from the defense. But in the second half, those things didn't work as less. Like, if you look at their stats, that two years ago, they scored much more in the first half than they did in the second half. And I, I just think that um, Detroit, um, well, there, there was a certain, like, the guys didn't like Patricia at first, but I just feel like they're sort of building, you know, he's here another year. Uh, obviously, the um, social justice protests, like, they took off, like, uh, recently. Like, they were the first team to, like, be like, yo, we're we're not practicing. Like, we we have to like talk about this and take a stand. So, I just think from a black player's perspective, like you could sort of like, okay, maybe coach it. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know what I mean? He's a little stiff just from the football. You know, just because of football, X is a no. I don't know. But, <laughs> I mean, if there's any numbers to prove that like the first team to start protesting, they was about to get swept today. But I'm just saying from a just a growing closer perspective. <laughs> Like out of fifty-two players, maybe like seven were like, I could fuck with coach. Like coach doing a play a little harder because of that. It's just like all right, but just just from the also, um, you know, they have started out each and every season pretty, you know, last lately pretty good. Like just start off the season, so the minus three. I mean, we have a field goal, and then I just think Chicago's defense. They have a lot of talent, especially on paper. But I talked about this the last uh, year or so. Chuck Pagano. Is not a good defensive coordinator. In fact, I think he's an inferior defensive coordinator. But he gets he gets sort of this this um you know this love just because he was the Ravens defensive coordinator. I believe in like 08 when they were really good. But that was after he took over for uh, Spagano. I believe was the, the defensive coordinator. And then um he was Pagano the, took over for Spagano. No, no. So Chuck Pagano. Yeah, maybe he took over for Spagano. It's a Spagano as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know who don't, he took don't over for. Stephen exactly. ain't here about this. But <laughs> Chuck Pagano took over the Ravens defense in like 08 when they had Ray Lewis and stuff, and they looked really good. So that got him a head coaching position in Indianapolis, where he was with Andrew Luck and everything. They had a great offense, but they were never a defensive team. And then, you know, he got fired, and now he's with Chicago as a defensive coordinator, basically just off that Baltimore years. But and when you looked at Chicago Demons last year, they got worse. Like, and it's not for a lack of talent. It's just I think a lack of coaching, defensive coaching. So, um, you know, I think their defense has regressed some, not from the standpoint of talent, but more so just um, just putting them in the correct positions. Their players. So I'll take Detroit um, at home. You know what I mean? On this on this turf or whatever. Who do they play? Wow, I'm on the island with this one. So I'm all the way over there. Like, not only do I like I like the Bears here, but I'm taking the. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah so. Now, this is one I'm going to circle for me in my head, just, you know, so I can calibrate myself. Like, Absol- absolutely. Maybe I feel I got that the perspective. Bears too high in my head. You but, know what but I mean? But like I said, though, I would have, uh, this would have, this was my third, like, skip. Like, I would have, I would have um, thrown a skip in mm-hmm. red car for this True one. That. But I forgot we only get two. Exactly. The next one that <laughs> actually is my skip, so I'll throw that out there first. Indianapolis minus seven and a half. At Jacksonville, uh, Jaguars. So, um, <laughs> Keith, how you feel about this one? Whoa, I'm surprised you're using the schedule here. I kind of love this. I mean, I would maybe, excuse me, consider um, buying that half a point down to just make it a seven. Give yourself some, like, security there. Maybe you could get a push. But uh, I think Jacksonville is in full-blown tank. Like, it's rare that you see this early, like, which NFL teams are tanking. Because, right. you know, obviously some are. 
It's just like, you know, they're written off from the beginning. Like, it's like, you know, you guys don't have a fucking shot. Mm-hmm. Like, so it, even if you're not tanking, like, you might as well be. Um, I feel like it's been recent where they actually adopted it, where it's just like, yeah, you know we're tanking. Oh, yeah, we um, Because, you know what I mean? They've seen mm-hmm. it, you know, working, I guess, in the NF- NBA because it's the only other one I could think about. I don't think you could do that in baseball. But, um, yeah, <laughs> it would be tough to take no, your you weight. Can't. Astros did it for a while. Houston Astros. Right. But um, I think it's more, it's getting a little more blame, like, ah, oh, like, and I feel like the quote-unquote fans are getting sophisticated enough where they might prefer that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's fans hoping their teams lose so they can get a higher draft right. pick because they're more in the know of, like, who's coming in, whatever. You know, tank for Trevor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're the first, you know, team, like, they've, they've started. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're like... They started way back in like March. Like it's like I don't think they're trying to win it. I think they're actively going to be like, you know, sabotaging players who look like they might be trying to break out. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like if you're not in that long term plans, like you better not think you about to come out here and score some touchdowns, motherfucker. Because I'm, I'm gonna let you know that that's True. not what's gonna happen. So like I'm fading the the, the Jags all season until Vegas catches up, honestly. <laughs> Um, cause I think seven, I mean, it's a bit division game. Yeah, five downs is six and a half. So, you know, we love that. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, and they're at home. So I guess that's a 10 point spread for, but I mean, I feel like Indianapolis got better this year. Like they got better, better this year. And like Jacksonville obviously got way where they lost their whole defense. They lost their running back. I mean, they lost and I feel like they're about to continue to lose and definitely on this game. Selma, how you feel about this? Said. I was definitely going to say I'll definitely try to five down to seven just for the security, but literally the Jags fuck fire sale. So it's just like, who do you have besides Gardner? Even though I think he's going to, you know, probably build off his year last year, but it's just like you, your whole defense is gone. Like literally everybody is gone. What are you going to do? And throw it to DJ. That's all you're going to do is throw it to DJ, but it's like bro, Chris Thompson. Jay Groom's there as well. Yep. Trash. Uh, so. <laughs> I like the Colts this year randomly, so like he said, they definitely got better. Um, their offensive line is like probably, I guess, they call them the number one. Top one. Still yeah, top yeah, one. They still in the league, so. They have, I really like the Colts here. They got the sweetest schedule in Good terms schedule. of running the ball. You got, got the best line. line. You got a guy that needed to be protected that can still fling the fucking rock, so you're giving this man fill time to look at the five niggas, so it's just like, bro. Seven points against a fire sale. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I might even take the seven. I might say fucking say seven and a half. I would. I would. This would be. This would be a best bet for Jay. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's a stay away from me. Just because, like I said, those divisional games that week one, no crowd. Um, and like I, I, I agree with you guys. Though. Jacksonville is fully in tank mode, but I, I think they know that. I think they know they're gonna have to throw the ball all the time. And that half a point is really just getting me that hook right there. So I'm, I'm gonna stay away from that one. Seven and a half. I'm gonna definitely be interested and keep my eye on that one personally. But the next game I've had my eye on for a while now, and I gave out in the chat the other day, Green Bay at Minnesota. Minnesota is favored by three right now. Total is 45 and a half. Um, PP, I, I, I want you to go right. first because I, I feel like you were excited about this one. You may can sway me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I feel so like I'm on the fence personally. I, um, I, took, I took physically. I already put money down on Green Bay plus three and a half before it dropped to three. Um, what I love most about this is Green Bay in the first um, round of the draft this year, they took a quarterback that they don't need to play uh, in maybe for this entire year. They're pretty much saying that they got to the NFC Championship already. Like, they have a, a pretty f- sound foundation of who they are. They want to be a ground-and-pound team. 
et cetera, et cetera. Like they, you know what I mean? Like it hasn't too, been too many adjustments that they need to be made. Minnesota, they're an extremely good home team. Like period. I like to play them at home. But now that you take the crowd noise out of that dome, that's not, that's gone away. So now I just feel like that actual little half a point that uh, well not half a point, but you know that that hook necessarily on the spread that's gone away or that point that they have that home field it's gone away so i think green bay will actually keep it closer here than um than people imagine and they got the guy from jacksonville i can't pronounce his name i'm so sorry went to umd but um the defensive end but he just got there like this week or yeah yannick yeah he, um, in Darkway, right in Darkway. Can't, i'm so sorry but um he just got there like this week or the beginning of last i mean the end of last week and yeah, he has some things to, you know, catch up on as far as the Mike Zimmer deep. Mike Zimmer, my guy, if I'm going against him in this one. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like from that standpoint, Diggs is gone. You need Justin Jefferson to really, like, step it up. Is he going to be there week one? I don't know. You know what I mean? So, I just think the three and a half, I put that down um, as that a, boy a, ready, though. Yeah, yeah, best bet for me, three and a half, Green Bay. I think it's going to be either Green Bay could win or it's going to be, you know, tight three-point game, close game, division. So um, and like I said, twenty five and one the last five years are division underdogs in that week one matchup. So I'm taking Green Bay plus three and a half. Uh, Keith, how you feel about it? Very convincing argument. I don't know if you've like really convinced me to sway one way. It's definitely a lean for me either way, but I think I'm going to lean Minnesota with the minus three, um, quote unquote, at home. Uh, I think it's just tough for Green Bay. They it's going to be. I know you said they're a ground and pound team, but it just it's twenty it's twenty twenty NFL. At, at certain points throughout the game, you're gonna have to pass the ball. You have to make plays. Obviously, you got Aaron Rodgers, one of the you know people that you trust in and believe in to make those plays. But at a certain point, it's just like I need a little bit of help. We we were talking about it yesterday, but they got Lazar. He's the number two guy. He's the yeah. legit number two, and it's not uh, it's not a situation where he earned the job. Uh, they got a couple <laughs> couple people that's like I'm not coming for COVID. Yeah, you know, more um, power to them. Who was that? Devin Funches. Yeah, he Geronimo, just, They let Geronimo go. Yeah, Geronimo. They let him go, and Funches say he's not coming due to COVID. It's like respect. Um, he said that's it for Funch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, ran off with that check. Last jump. <laughs> we're we're about to end. I think I'm about to go in. <clears throat> right but no, seriously. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I just I don't think Green Bay, like you said, like. You said those were positives to you, but I think those were serious negatives to me. Like, why are you picking a quarterback in the second round? Mm-hmm. When you you know, you got to the NFC Championship game, but you didn't get to the Super Bowl. It obviously wasn't enough. Um, I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers would like to... That wasn't a great pick for Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers' head. And I feel like, at this point, as the Green Bay Packers, that is your identity. Like, if it wasn't a great pick in Aaron Rodgers' head, it probably wasn't a great pick, especially for 2020, week yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah so... I mean that's where I am with it. Like I, it's it's hard. Week one, all you can go off, especially with no preseason at all. All you can go off is the well, did they get did they get any better? Yep. If you would have gave me this line at the end of last year, I would have took it all day, and I'm I'm gonna keep taking it. That's basically how I'm betting this whole week one. Yeah, that reminds me. Week two, I bet Minnesota to uh, keep it close with Green Bay and Kirk Cousins threw like an interception in the end zone, but in the fourth quarter. But you know what? Yeah. I'm over that now. I think I made it back by now. Yeah, I think I'm consistently <laughs> voting against the better quarterback in all these games. So like, good luck to me with that. Well, no, yeah. not consistent. About half and half. <laughs> Speaking of uh, good quarterbacks or not, um, L.A. Chargers at Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Chargers favored by three right now. Total is 44. 
Um, no, did we do tell man? Green Bay, I'm in the soda. My bad. Yeah, you know, I got A-Rod takes. Go ahead. I got no takes. I just got, um, this is definitely in the runnings of a Soundland special for me. Mm, okay. Um, definitely on your side, P. Um, Packers, bro. I think, uh, with all these major teams, week one, no preseason, COVID, all this, I think, you know, familiarity, familiarity yeah. with your offense or if you're on defense is going to reign supreme in week one. And I think this can get ugly early for the Vikings. I think I can see, like, uh, Devontae and Aaron Jones, like, going us, like, 23 to, like, right. three. Oh, my God. Don't get me excited. <laughs> Don't get me excited. It's rare that I got receivers. It's rare that I got receivers. That's what you want. I'm just a guy that ain't my number one oh, rookie man. season. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can like plus three like Packers. Rookie, rookie season guy. I, I, th- I think this is this is definitely the run for a sound man special for me. Like okay. I'm all in on the Packers to win this game. There we go, sound man and, and then, P. Like, even like P said, like Vikings are home and there's no crowd, so it's just like yeah. I think the dome noise makes a really like big impact. Yeah, now that was a big thing that you brought up that I hadn't really considered at all. Just like. Yeah, I think that's more so just that hook, that three and a half. I'm like, uh. The three in general, to me at all, like with all teams, like obviously like the Vikings had a real good home field advantage. Yep. But I think that three goes away like in general, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The only team that has any sort of advantage is Denver at this point. Too. Exactly, because of that uh, altitude. Yeah, altitude. And that's the second game I'm staying away from. But we'll get there eventually. Um, L.A. Chargers, like I said, at Cincinnati Bengals. Chargers favored by three right now. Tyrod Taylor, new starting quarterback. Um, Joe Barrow, new starting quarterback for Cincinnati. Total is 44. I don't know how to feel about this one. Keys, you want to start? How do you, how do you think about this game? Um, oh, God. I don't. I didn't have any thoughts until, like, I just looked at it. I honestly didn't even know this game was going on until about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm rooting so hard for the Bengals. Wow. I'm a, I'm a Joe Burrow guy. I don't know why, but okay. I am. Okay. You know what I mean? I have no reason to root against the, against the man. Um, seems like a cool guy. Uh, he's on a high right now. I would love for that con- that story to continue. And I think the Chargers are down down this year. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I know you, you really like Austin Eckler as a running, but I don't know. I think their running game is a little shy. Like, they got rid of their future guy. I know that. It hasn't been seemingly like that to, like, the fantasy world or whatever. But, like, if you look at that team and how they play, that was their feature guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's a reason why, even though Austin Eckler was doing what he was doing, they were, like, hoping, praying for him to get back so they can get him back into the lineup. Yep. Like, it's – um, they lost their quarterback who's been, you know what I mean, a staple with them for, like – they replaced Forever. Him, yeah, they replaced him with someone who, in my head, is, like – a uh, high low lower low ceiling type of type of situation. Um, yeah, their strength they 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 replace them with someone who can't really use their their offense to their strengths. Like they have pretty pretty decent receivers to me, especially on the outside. You know. Um, yep. I don't think I don't think Tyrod's about to make use of that at all. Um, he might he might do some good work with Hunter Henry, <laughs> but that's about it. That's all I see coming out of that. I don't know. I think that I think it's gonna be a rough year for the Chargers. Honestly, um, I think all the projections got. Our division pretty much, you know what I mean, the Chiefs, and then, you know, we're all pretty even. But I think it, they might be, like, a deep fourth in the, in the division, if we're being honest. Yep. Uh, Sam, how you feel about this one? Um, yeah, I'm definitely not rooting for the Bengals here. I definitely would like the Chargers here. I might be a prisoner of watching hard knocks. But to me, I think their defense is going to be fine this year. I think the only issue is Tyrod. 
Sadly. Is it? <laughs> man, Magna sound man. This is the only the issue. <laughs> I tell you the problem right now. <laughs> Tyrod has like never been like. They're good right, people. They're good people. Tyrod's <laughs> never been that guy, man. So it's just like, bro. Their defense is fine. Derwin's gone. Um, you add Chris Harris to, crazy, to the mix, man. though, for a good DB. Um, Melvin Ingram, Bosa brother. Like, defense is going to be fine. But it's just the offense. Keenan they're going to be fine the for the first quarter, and then they're going to be like, damn, we've been out here for a brick. Once it gets <laughs> yeah. to be like the third quarter, I'm kind of tired, coach. Like, yeah. you think Tyrod can throw the ball? That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Even Tyrod, but I mean, you got, like you said, Ackler, they're saying Cam Maker's supposed to be good. So no, nah, like, wrong team. Oh, where's Cam you know, you know, that's what I'm saying. I was thinking bro. about that it's yesterday. Just, I was it's confused. Just, they just rocking with Eckler, Justin Jackson, and who's no. the third one? No. no. He's like, nah, he was <laughs> Eckler, not being called on Eckler. It's all about <laughs> Eckler. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, though, I think three is fine for them week one. Even though I do, I'm only rooting for Burrow because I like AJ Green, and I would love Burrow to get AJ Green the ball. But I don't think um, the Bengals are kind of, we're in the same type of Jacksonville mode. I don't, I don't think the regime is turning over this quickly in Cincinnati, so Chargers 3 is fine. I think that, I thought that, I always thought that Cincinnati was just, like, having, like, really supremely bad luck. Like, I don't think they was, like, ever, like, uh, devoid of talent. They, maybe no, on defense. They, they were really de- bad last year on defense maybe, and offensive line. Like, yeah, they that, were that, really that, See, that's what – but they had, like, that, that was, like, I guess that's more what I mean. Like, they have the pieces on the outside that could be, like yeah. – they can be a team that turns from – like damn, really bad to like wow they're okay like you kind of don't want to play them because yep. they have the kind of people on it like the names especially at the like the skill positions where like we could make a difference Pick, picking up Joe Burr assuming that he's you know what I mean as advertised um, but I, the line is a tough thing to overcome being terrible but you know supposedly they may upgrade you know what I mean like we'll have to see how they are this year last year yeah last year that you said you don't you don't think you don't think I. I don't know the move specifically, but I thought I thought the Bengals offense. Cincinnati, they, little, they improved a little bit. Then they drafted a guy and signed someone. I, I you know, that's all you can do. You can see how, how they shake out. See how they shake out. And they they don't, they never get too much publicity. The offensive lineman and get signed. It's like okay, you just, it happens throughout the season, <laughs> right? Oh, you know that guy oh, hasn't man, given up a sack. PSF great. Right. So no, so that's so, what's been going yeah. on. Like wow. I mean, well, me, I hate this game personally, but I think I, I would lean with just the Chargers. Um. Just sort of like the what I was talking about with the Panthers, like they got a lot of like just professionals, like guys that kind of know what they're doing. The Tyrod Taylor, you know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. Austin Eckler, like, he know what they're doing. Yeah, he don't exactly. Tyrod Taylor does not turn the ball over. Like, he would just chalk it. Like I don't care. We're gonna punt. Things like that. So that's why I will also lean to the under of um the under. I would probably get it to forty five. It's at forty four right now, but I would get it to forty five. Yeah. Under forty five points. Um, you know what I mean? We we haven't we. we You're right. See. I gave Tyrod a lot of slack when I was just thinking, but now that I'm thinking about, it, he is a quarterback that lends yourself well against like worse opponents. I guess yeah. my only point is just like, is Cincinnati really a worse opponent at this point? But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it I is mean, sort like, of even. You're right <laughs> because Tyrod will be be better against like a worse opponent. And then from my perspective, Cincinnati just signing uh, Joe Mixon to the extension. I think they want to sort of run the ball first. Like you know what I mean? Let's let's let's, let's establish that. Get our quarterback comfortable, a little play action. I think it'll be. Yeah. No preseason, so I think that week one game will be um a little low scoring. So I'll I'll take the under forty. It's at forty four, but I would buy it up to forty five and take the under forty five. 
Minus one twenty, maybe. Arizona Cardinals at San Francisco 49ers. 49ers favored by seven right now. Um, Salma, how you feel about this one? West. Um, although I love the cars this year, I also love the Niners even more. I think um, I would love this to be to be green for me for San Fran. Just a superior team. Should be a fun game to watch though. Cardinals should be a fun watch all year. Um, and the Niners are still the Niners. It didn't get worse. They just got better. Shout out to my guy Trent Williams there now. Is um, is that the reason they got about Trent Williams? No, I mean I'm just saying transactions. No, um, I mean it helps. They got rid of uh, Emmanuel Sanders though. They had to pick up uh, some guys in the draft. Brandon Ayuk yeah. out of sense Arizona State. One, I think Debo might be healthy, but yeah. Uh, I just think um, I mean the, the glaring stat that I always said last year is Niners lost to or excuse me the Cardinals lose to good teams and beat bad teams. So you're playing a good team. You probably lose a divisional game though. Uh, I'm all in for the, uh, the Niners. Keys, how you how you feel about this one? Uh, San Francisco minus seven against Arizona. Um, I'm inclined to agree. Like, I would take the I would lean the minus seven with San Francisco and stay like right there. I see it yeah. opened at seven and a half. Yeah, I would have been scared. Of it's actually at seven and a half in most places, but I'm looking at the the one place that we look that we won't give any shout out until they you know pay us money. But well, yeah, it's at seven there. I've seen it at seven and a couple plays, but yeah, I see seven and a half one place. Yeah, uh-huh. FanDuel got it at seven and a half. So, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I like a lot of what Salman said. Like, I don't think either team's identity changed too much over the all season. Um, like, and I don't think it should have. Uh, the the Cardinals were building towards something, and I think it for the most part worked out last year. Obviously, the Forty ers are like super tough, um, yeah. especially on the defensive end. Um. I think this will be like a turning the page year for Kyler Murray in their offense, but I don't think it's necessarily going to start this week. This is like a super tough defense to get over, try to, uh, you know what I mean, try to start on. I think the offenses for the most part will be more rusty than the defenses because, I mean, when you're playing defense, you're pretty much just playing your position. Like, as long as you understand what you're doing in a particular play, right. you should be good because you're, you know, it's more or less a one-on-one matchup, you know, unless you're like a linebacker or something. But, but offense, but Especially, you need to get your timing right. Like, I feel like a lot of these offenses are going to be pretty rusty. Um, I don't know how much work Kyler has had with DeAndre. Yeah. Um, they were together in the offseason, but um, it's still not the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely a much different between, you know I me. Mean? I'm in Kyler Murray's backyard or, like, I'm playing against the 49ers defense. Um, for, and for that to be their first their first <laughs> look at it, you know, first look at it, no preseason, I think that's just a tough one for them. Um, and so, like you said, the 49ers are still the 49ers. They didn't change much. If anything, they just trimmed some fat. Like, we uh, we saw which parts we like, and we're going to invest more heavily into that. Um, so, yeah, I, don't know. I think it's tough. The seven points, it's not – I mean, we've seen lines much bigger, so I think I might it's, – it's turning towards a like on the 49ers. Definitely a lean. Okay. Um, I'm actually lean with the Arizona here. Um, stick. I'm going to stick with the trend like I've been telling you, like you guys. Um, the division game, yeah, the division games of week one. The under division underdogs are twenty five and one against the spread, uh, in the last like five years. So, um, I just think Arizona, like they've seen this team, at least Calamari. Um, I forget what's their coach name, Kingsbury. Kingsbury, Calamari, Kingsbury. 
combo has seen the San Francisco defense, you know, twice already. This will be their third time. They played them well their last time. Hopkins, um, you know, uh, in the fold. And then they're sort of, uh, well, they sort of had that Russell Wilson ilkish last year where they'll be down, but they'll just keep fighting and keep fighting and just try to score at the end just to try to get themselves better for their next game or next year. So we've seen that from them. And I just feel like a backdoor cover here is um, definitely open. So I would lean with Arizona in this spot. They got a little better on offense, um, a little more money to spend. Um, I'm, I'm a little concerned about their offensive line, though. Their offensive line the last couple of years have been the, the most hurt, like, you know, injuries uh, dealt with on their offensive line. So I'm a little concerned there. But uh, the plus seven, I would lean with Arizona in that spot. Why not? Especially with the um, – just, you know, the offense that likes to throw the ball and just keeping it, you know, Richard Sherman is a year older. I'm sorry to let everyone know, but, you know, so things like that. I just think that, you know, the seven has that backdoor cover window open, so I'll leave with Arizona there. Interesting game here. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans, favorite at home by three and a half. Case, how you, how you feel about this one? We know New Orleans in week one as well, right? Well, wait, what do we know? Wait, 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 um, they, do don't, we... they don't cover the spread in week one. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! They, oh, I forgot that they like they let people come back and it's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's sneak. It's a sneaky stat. But they're like, good oh, games. They're, they're good games they're though. They're great games. Great games. Great games. I, was, I was about to say I thought I, I thought I liked Seattle. Like watch the Saints. Um, but I don't last know. Year, last year they were favored by seven. I feel like they won by three against the Texans. It was like you know what I mean, close ass game. I mean. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm nowhere near as high on the. I told you that I think the Patriots got better. I think the Tampa Bay Bucks might have got a little worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, they definitely got better with the signing of uh, Leonard Fournette um, because I think he's just much more talented. Like, like the it was there for like one running back to take that job all last year, but like I don't think any of any other people they had on their roster like just had it in them or whatever. But I mean, obviously, um, he's a very capable Leonard Fournette is a very capable running back. So I think that was a, a big move. I think that move was bigger for them. Than the Tom Brady move, honestly. Um, I mean, the Tom Brady move probably is bigger for the organization in terms of making money and, like, you know what I mean, hype and stuff. But, I mean, like, I, I was just going to lie. I was going to say, Jameis Wilson wasn't the reason they were losing. He was definitely the reason they lost some games. But a lot of games, it was not. It was like they were asking Jameis Wilson to do stuff that, like, no quarter, you know what I mean? There's not many yeah. quarterbacks that would have done that in at all. Anyway, it just would have been you guys would have keep losing like the defense was terrible last year like we're giving up big play after big play after big play to the point where like you're sitting here waiting for Jameis to make a big play or throw the pick six mm-hmm. um I don't know what the I don't know what the plan is for but I'm, I'm just very wary of the Bucks in general I'm fading them until they prove it basically and this is a, this is a very tough first game for them um and the fact that they're in that division they got to play them twice uh it's gonna be fun to watch you know Drew Brees Tom Brady. super fun to watch right um but yeah, I don't know. I'm fading. I'm fading the Bucks until they, until they prove it. I feel that perspective, Keith. Totally believe me. Uh, Sound man, and if anyone's this is the first time to listen, Sound man, he gives sort of the fans fan perspective. So I'm sort of interested because he's a really big Brady fan. So how do you feel about this first game? Big Brady fan. Uh, definitely. Um, when I said I had a couple of Sound man, especially I was mulling over. This is definitely one of them as well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it to be super like fanboy though, so I was like, he drafted no. the man. Yeah, I just sure drafted this guy last night. Yeah, <laughs> listen, um, listen. It was a steal. 
Certainly their rival, um, yeah. They got swept by them last year as well, so everybody that was there last year that's not Tom Brady or Gronk or whoever they brought in has added motivation to beat these Saints this year. What better way to do it in week one? It's a primetime game, 4 o'clock. We'll all be watching it. Um, you just added so many people to this Buck squad, the Leonard, the Toms, the Gronks, the AQ Shipley's of the world. And their defense, honestly, you said, I mean, the defense was bad to begin the season, like towards the end of the season. The run defense was pretty solid saying, the, the whole year. Very but they good. gave up big play after big play. But then you just, you know, you're just airing it the fuck out. You're going back and forth at that point. No way. When's the last time you seen Tom Brady air it out? Well, I wasn't saying that. I was saying last year. <laughs> I mean, last year they were airing it out. But that's what I'm saying. This year they got Tom Brady, and I don't even know if they're capable of, like, they're airing it out. Niggas acting like their man has no arm, bro. I'm saying though, when's the last time y'all saw it? That's what I was saying. It, it, it hasn't been seen in a while. So it, it <laughs> so, um, with me, I think I'm also going to lean the Bucks here. Um, you know, this is a, a interesting ass team. Like Tom Brady's a new quarterback. You got all these guys that are running back, including Leonard Fournette, Chris Thompson. Mike Evans, uh, you know Chris Godwin, the other the tight ends, wow, it's 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 a lot. So um, you know yeah, I think boy. they have a lot to do, but I think this is well, this will be competitive. I don't think they're just gonna fall off the map. Um, so I think this will be competitive. Saints the last eleven week one games are one in ten against the spread. Uh, that's including last year where they played it pretty close against the Texans and won at the buzzer or game winning field goal. So um, the Saints aren't always that great in the you know week one as they are in like a week nine you know what i mean so that's something to look at um i just think the bucks have a lot of talent i think the saints have a lot of talent i think it's a pretty even game and they're giving me three and a half points i think all right i'm cool with that like you know what i mean as far as adjustments go so i would uh lean with the bucks here um personally not betting this one but um the stats are there to go against the saints and then um as far as their week one and two last 16, they are 2-14 and 14 against the spread. So, week one and two, same struggle coming out the gate. So, um, you know, I, I, you know, Bucks got a lot of firepower. I'll, I'll take the Bucks now when I lean with the Bucks. So, all right. Uh, three more games left. Dallas, this is a Sunday night game. Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys at LA Rams. Cowboys favored by three. Over under is 51 and a half. Sound man. What do you think about this one? Um, this is also in my pool of um, Salman specials, but it's also in my pool of a stay away game, and I think <laughs> it, I don't know. So how does the Salman yeah, special work? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean the Salman specials. I'm here for whatever is the underdog. If the niggas not supposed to win, that's what I'm here for. 
But obviously, in this point, the Rams are not favored, so I'm thinking Rams are supposed to win. Like that's what I'm thinking. But I'm also thinking that first game is SoFi. Um, NFL set it up perfectly. Let's put America's team in there to go against the, the, to open up SoFi. Honestly, I don't even think Rams are opening up SoFi Stadium. I think the Dallas Cowboys are opening up SoFi Stadium. <laughs> that's right. why they're favored in this game. And I can surely see them winning this game, but I also can see the Rams like you know Aaron Donald just blow up the backfield or whatever and get the W to open up our stadium. So this is why I'm thinking I would definitely like to take the Rams, but I also would stay away from this game as well. Also, the Cowboys. They just- oh, you got two stayaways. Have you yeah, used them both? Them, All right, so. so pick a side, lean alike, yeah, buddy. I'm actually gonna- you already said the Soundman <laughs> special. Yeah, I did already stamp. I just stamped all of this. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna lean Cowboys. Our friend from Wait, Paris gave this. The Cowboys out. aren't a favorite. Yeah, no, yeah. No. So how is it the Soundman? <laughs> I want to stay. This is a fans, fans, oh ladies and gentlemen. Salman don't know what's going on. Keys, how do you feel about this game? Honestly, I think I'm more clearly very agree with uh, Salman. Just in the sense of I don't know. Obviously, Salman don't know. I don't know either. This one is a funny one to me because it's like I feel like Loki relying on Ronaldo and Gurley a little too much last year when he wasn't very as uh, efficient or like productive as they would have liked. Mm. Might have been like a hindrance to them. Like they have weapons, like you know what I mean. Golf has that connection with Higby. Yeah. Uh, they have two outstanding wide receivers on the outside mm-hmm. like, to the point where they, you know, they took a shot with Brandon Cooks and it didn't even matter because you know Cooper Cup ended up working out so well. You um, need a concussion drop for that one. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's OC. <laughs> I thought you were talking about for Cooper because that big hit, but then I was no, like, oh yeah, Brandon no, Cooks will stay with the Jones. <laughs> um. But yeah, like uh, it'll be interesting. Is this is this week another year three? Golf is this his year three? Or uh, this year yeah, it's the four or five. Uh, this mm. might be fifth. Oh, oh, he started with uh, he's tripping, done three tripping. years with McVeigh, and he did that one year with uh, Cuz wow, Jeff Fisher. Tripping. So this Why is fifth. Like he's still young. He got and an extension probably, already. I think he is still actually young. He got the extension age. early, right? But uh, I mean, I just don't know. Like honestly, if we gun to my head, I'm betting the Cowboys to, to cover the three because I think they're just. Like a very solid, solid team this year. It's just like, yo, if the Cowboys don't make to the playoffs this year, it's like, bro, blow it up, cause right. because not not even blow it up, cause there's sometimes that you can't blow it up, honestly. But it's just like that would be very disappointing if they don't make it this year. Yeah, it would be certainly on Dallas. I don't know what they would do there. I guess let that go. I don't know who else. But anyway, I like L I K E the Rams here. Um, L A Rams at home me. So when we traditionally, like I remember last year we went to Vegas, uh, Marquise and I, and um, we bet with the Rams. They were minus like three at uh, Steelers. Oh, no. That game killed the me. The game killed us. Like, I had a lot of things. I was like, oh, my God, this is the worst. But Jared Goff sucks on the road, especially in the cold. Like, it is what it is. But right here is sunny California, mid, you know, early September. I think he's going to be fine. And I think Sean McVay, when you have a, a, a certain gurus and guys – or maybe it's a player that's super special, like a Cam Newton, Lamar Jackson. We saw with Lamar Jackson last year. They had a all whole offseason to just build around him and do special things. And when they came out week one, they killed the Dolphins. I think this is sort of a similar thing with the LA Rams. Like, we're adjusting to not having Todd Gurley. We're, you know what I mean? Like, we have other running backs, and we're going to see how they fill out. But overall, like, they had, even with Gurley last year, like, they didn't play him all the time. They just still had some success without him. I think they're at home. It's early September. 
Like they had the entire offseason to plan for this specific game. I think the with them getting plus money, are you kidding me? So I just think that's a the good spot for them. Um, and defensively, I think the Rams are underrated. Like they play, oh, they have pretty good defensive players, and they play like pretty good defensive games um, when it's called for. So I think um, the under here, under fifty one and a half, is also valuable. Um, uh, well, maybe I will go with the first half um, specifically. So let me look at the first half. I'm looking at the full game now. <laughs> Give me a second. So the first half is actually just 24 and a half. So I will go under the 24 and a half in the first half. And I also like the Rams plus three at home in this game. Sunny California. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with those picks. But I, I like what the uh, Rams are doing. And um, Dallas, I think Dallas is a pretty good team. But I think they're going to, you know, still be sort of like try to be run first. Zeke. And um, you know maybe it doesn't work, so I'll go. I'll go with the Rams plus three in that one. So they don't even have to win. Just um, Dallas can win by two. Mook, it's all good, baby. Uh, Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers at New York Giants. This is the uh, the Monday night games. Giants favorite. Oh no, Pittsburgh favorite by four and a half. Total is forty seven. Uh, Salma, how you think about this one? Um, definitely lean uh, Pittsburgh. Actually, I might like Pittsburgh. I don't think everybody's thinking this might be the year for Danny Dimes. I don't think he's. I don't think he's got anything going this year. Yeah, it's second year, right? Not even full second year. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see it. Um, he's gonna have to convince me. He's gonna have to win me over. I personally think the Steelers are going to uh, bounce back to when they were like a good team this year. The defense is randomly. Mm, uh, that defense, boy. Minka's like. There for an off season now. Um, it's crazy about making up his second year, but he's going to his third year now, so it's like cool. We got time to learn everything, and Ben Roethlisberger is back. I think a random receiver, like always, for the Steelers, is going to just pop up. Um, Deontay Johnson, that's what they're saying. Oh, yeah. Deontay's going to be the guy. I think Juju has a good year this year. Connor's still here. I think the Steelers are going to be. I think the Steelers are going to be. I think they're going to be. Um, Contract year for Juju and Connor, actually. It's going to be a, some good competition for the Ravens this year. I don't think the Ravens are having a sweet-ass 14-2 year this year because of the Steelers. But um, I like the Steelers. I'll take the four and a half. I think they should easily beat these Giants. Yeah, from my perspective, um, obviously, you know the NFC a little better than – NFC East a little better than me. But um, I would take the Pittsburgh here as well. I started at three. It's gone up to four and a half. So there has been some money coming in on Pittsburgh. But – I think I just got to agree with that uh, from the standpoint. New York just still just young, still sort of figuring out. Pittsburgh knows they have to keep up with the Ravens. Healthy Big Ben, um, healthy, you know, offensive line. They always had a top five offensive line. And then um, healthy receivers as well. I just think they're going to come out and try to, like, you know, dominate. So I can see them winning by six or more. So I would lean with Pittsburgh in this one as well. Uh, don't like, though, just lean. Keith, how you feel about this one? Pittsburgh at New York Giants, um, four and a half. I, I think I like it. Uh, I, th- I think I definitely like it. Pittsburgh, I'm not the biggest believer in Big Ben, but obviously he's been there so long. Like, it works. It's working for them. Um, in terms of comfortability, like, how they like to run their offense, like, uh, it was, definitely was not working with, with whatever the fuck they were doing last year. Yep. With, um, I, I can't even tell you his name. Duck. Mag- Duck. And they had Maga Rudolph out there. They were trying it. Um, but honestly, I don't... <laughs> I don't think the Giants did anything that, you know, pushed the needle for me this year. Um, I would have liked this. I would have took this spread like like I said. I would have same same logic. I would have took this spread last year, but 
with these teams. And I think Pittsburgh getting their quarterback back. Um, everyone's a little more healthy. You know, James Conner was pretty banged up last year. Yeah. Hopefully he can get back to his form how he was two hopefully. years ago. Yeah, super hopeful, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you, man. I ain't gonna hold you. RB1. But, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, no, seriously. I, I definitely am. I, I, like, I like the Steelers here. It's, it, it has gotten bought up. I really love I loved it at the at the original spread, the minus three. For I sure. We definitely took that. But up, it's up to, what, four and a half, five now. Uh, it's a very tentative like. But um, I don't I don't think the Giants got it defensively. And I, I, th- I really like the Steelers' defense. I really like it. I feel yeah, like their defense is crazy. Yeah, they're going to be a top five defense. It might be one of the, like, the best defense in the league this year. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough. Tough first game for Daniel Jones. Gotcha. All right. Um, Tennessee at Denver. I told you this is my skip, my last uh, – um, you know, I got nothing for it. Uh, my second skip. So, sound man, Tennessee at Denver. Tennessee what do you Tennessee minus one. Tennessee was also in my. Well, Denver is actually minus one now. Really? Yeah, Denver's minus one. Right. I saw. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so this was in my pool of um sound man specials as well. I like Tennessee to win outright, so they're obviously not favorite. I think Tennessee. This is a. I think this is a statement game for them. A say, statement game. A statement game, <laughs> week personally. One. Yeah, week, week one, just let, last year, let us know that it's not a fluke. Like, All right. What we did last year was not a fluke. They did lose crazy. Like, the way they lost was wild last year, right? Oh, my but trip. Denver, yeah, it was. Cause Kansas City cooked. I mean, the, the Patrick Mahomes run is what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> but Denver, like, that altitude is no joke. Like, okay. people, like, they, they cover a lot of games in that week one. Same division or am I, am I, am I different division? AFC West, or AFC South. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't go I still think it's like a, I think this is like a proving game for Tannehill. Like I'm worth the money. I think it's a proving game for Derrick Henry. Like I'm worth the money. I think they go out here. Maybe they're just like us and they're looking at spreads and saying that they're not favored to win this game. I'm like, why the hell are we not favored to win this game? If I was a coach. This is all talk, but I was a coach. I would certainly put that in motivation as my, you know, my like, my players. Like, we, come on. We just went to the AFC Championship game. Like, why are we not the favorites to win this game? But I think you go out here and you beat these guys. You destroy these guys. Certainly. So I, this is this is in my pool of sound my specials. I love the Titans. All right, sound man, get ready for that tease me pick. Look through the the lines, baby. Yeah. Uh, Keys, how you feel about this game? Tennessee uh, at Denver. Denver's favorite by one. Total forty one. <laughs> Uh, I agree with Sam. I, I love the Tigers here. Um, I don't like the I don't like Denver this year. I don't, the only thing that was almost stopping me from saying my take about the Chargers, I think they're going to be the worst worst team in the division this year. Yeah, is that I think Denver might give them some money type of situation. Um, I'm not a huge believer in Drew Locke. Uh, I don't think he showed anything honestly. Um, I think Corlin Sutton showed a lot. The fact that he's like a bona fide stud, but. Um, that's the best thing going for him is that like he's not devoid of uh of weapons like Trevor Simeon seemed to be right at first. Um but What a name. They get yeah, yeah, right. They got <laughs> they got rid of uh when they they brought in Melvin Gordon, excuse me. Um, which is I don't know, solidified their little running game a little bit. No. All right, so Keese's rolling you're rolling with Tennessee. Yeah, I'm rolling okay. Tennessee. Tennessee. I left that one alone. Salmon also uh, leaning Tennessee. Tease me picks. Ah, we're back, gentlemen. This is my favorite part of the segment. We did very well in this last year. Uh, I think you were 4-2 and two with teasers. I was 5-2. and two. You took one week off. Yeah. 
Um, sound man, I didn't really record yours. You, you came on late. We started with the tease me. You came on late, but everything we're keeping record of this year. So, sound man, what do you got? Tease me picks. Um, I'm gonna do tease New England down. Okay, so New England is currently minus six. Minus six. Uh, take them to win. Take them at even. Just a just one. Pick them. Tease the Niners down as well. So just minus. Just a pick them. All right, I'll keep my opinions to myself on that one. Uh, Keese, what do you got? Easy one. Tease me. Uh, I'm going to tease Seattle down to plus five. I think I like that. I think they, they for sure. Plus gonna, five, okay. Yeah. And then I'm also going to... This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. But I think I'm going to use uh, 49ers down to, down to plus two. So uh, the 49ers, their favorite, though. They would be minus one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I meant to say minus two. Yeah, my, oh. You got them at minus seven? I got them at minus... Seven? They're minus seven, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, minus one. Just to win by... Just to win by, by a point, two points. Two-point field goal. All right, all right. I will take the Rams. Um, Give me six on them. So I will take the Rams plus nine at home. And then also give me... Uh, I want to run with Tampa Tom. I don't want to run with Tampa Tom. I think I am... Yeah, give me Green Bay plus, uh, well, right here I see minus three currently. So give me Green Bay plus nine as well. So I'll take Green Bay plus nine and the Rams plus nine for my teasing picks. And now best bets. This is Omatic, a.k.a. Soundman, and these are the best bets for the week. Keith's best bets are the Eagles minus six and the Titans minus two. P's best bets are the Rams plus three, Packers plus three and a half, and Drew Locke under 219 and a half passing yards. As I stated earlier, the Soundman special is Tampa Bay over the Saints. Cannons. <laughs> <laughs>